this week on the Time Bat Show. Here are the, all things you can do in Alaska. I'm, I'm listing them off. Murder people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have sex. Mm-hmm. Read. Watch TV. And... Everyone and welcome to the Time Bat Show, episode number one hundred and fifty-eight. I'm one of your hosts, Time Asus. I'm your other host, Bat Snacks. We have a great show this day of show, this day of Thursday. Don't you agree, Bat Snacks? I've been looking forward to this one all day. I'm really? not gonna lie. I mean, I always look forward to our podcast every Thursday. It like keeps me going at work and stuff. Yeah. I like need this one though. Why? Because was your day bad? It's a really important week for me. Really. In a good yeah, way? it really is. In a, in a hopefully good way. Is is this something you can share, or is this just kind of a vaguely... No, it's oh, something I can share. I have to run a marathon on Sunday. Oh, right, it's your like, marathon is three do it. days from now. <laughs> yeah. There's no turning back now. No, there was never any turning this back. This is the but... last podcast you will do until you run the marathon. Do you think you will become a marathon guy after you run a marathon? Uh, it's hard to say. So here's and, what I mean by that. Like, okay, we've all been there, right? Like, you go to like a hip coffee shop, and there's like a guy on a bicycle, and he's like wearing those bicycle outfit things. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. like, let me get a coffee to go, and then he like goes out and like drinks it and like reads a book or whatever. Then he gets back on his bike and he cycles around town like on a Saturday. You know, and maybe he's in a group of other like four bikers that that cyclists that do this. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a specific kind of person that I could never be, but you could be that person after you run your marathon. They have like really big thighs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't know. It's hard to say. I've I've been having some problems with running, and it has nothing to do with my motivation or, like... What do you mean problems? Anything. There's there's something wrong with my knees. I don't know what it is, oh. but I don't know if I can be a marathon man. Oh, man. That sucks. I'm going to find out on Sunday, though. Oh, you're going to make the marathon. You're going to get the marathon. You're going you're gonna to win it. Or, well, you're going to finish it, I should say. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there's no chance I won't finish it, but... It's just a matter of how difficult is it going to be on your knees. Yeah. yeah. Like, to give an example, I, the, you know, the marathon's 26. Mm-hmm. I've never run 26 miles. Continuously. I've never run 20 miles. What was the most you've ran in one go? It was 18, and I hurt my knees when I did that. I mean, that's and they're still hurt. pretty close, though, to 26. Yeah, and you don't have to run the whole time, right? You walk some, you run, you walk some, run, right? I'm just a little worried. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to the update. Can you let me know right after your marathon? Like, text me and be like, I'm dead. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you're feeling. The emotional state you're in, whatever it is. I will. I'll let you know. I've heard people throw up after marathons. Um, I might throw up. Because I don't know what's going to happen. I've heard they throw up because their like body is such... It's kind of like in a state of shock, you know? Because they've, like, they've expended so much energy over the course of several hours. 
and then they're resting and they're like, I don't know what to do, and they just vomit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I've heard it happens to some people. So let me know what, <laughs> what happens there. So you've been training for this all week, I'm, I'm assuming. No, I haven't done anything this week. Really? Because I'm, I'm too worried oh, about just the knees. Yeah. Ugh, I'm sorry. You have knee, knee issues. That sucks. Have you been we'll eating? see. Have you been eating better? Like, to get ready. I mean, I've been eating normal pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, over here on my end, I just had a double meat cheese, grilled onions, and jalapenos Whataburger for dinner. That sounds delicious. Like five minutes ago. And I have to say, it's equally delicious and painful experience. Yeah. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like You're going to feel bad for a long time. <laughs> I know. Like, as I was eating it, I was like, this is so good. And I could, like, I swallowed it. And I felt my heart was like, no, what what are you doing? Like, I could feel the heartburn just yeah. coming on immediately. But it was so good. Oh, my God. But I'm going to feel terrible for like two days. Yeah, your whole evening is ruined. It really is. <laughs> After of that five podcast. minutes of Whataburger. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's like, it was a really good five minutes. I listened to some, some music I liked, and then I ate it, and then I'm doing this. So my day for the last ten minutes have been really good. So that's why I did it like on a high note. And I was like, yeah. let's just start the show. Just had a Whataburger. It was really good. But... I just wanted to, like some some point during this podcast this episode like maybe 45 minutes in I'm going to start feeling like oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh god what have I done to myself so, yeah that's fun uh so fun work story I have today to share with you okay so I work for a company that has a slack you know what slack is yeah it's like a messaging system and I've had this Slack account for, like, two years. And recently they, like, changed my email because I, like, became, like, internal or something. I don't know. They changed my email because it was, like, I had the wrong email for the longest time. Like, I had the wrong at whatever. And so they changed mm-hmm. it to be more of an internal email. And in doing so, I was like, hey, just to let you know, my Slack account isn't updated with my new email. So I don't really care, but letting you know that. And they're like, okay, we'll fix it. And I was like, great. And I go home. This was yesterday. And I go home. And then this morning, I like I'm on my phone and I go to check my Slack on my phone, and it's like, sorry, you can't log in. I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. So I go into work, and apparently, IT in their infinite wisdom, and I'm sharing this because you work in IT. IT in mm-hmm. their infinite wisdom decided that instead of like telling me like, hey, we can't do anything, it's just kind of stuck with this email. They're just gonna nuke my Slack account <laughs> completely and make a new one and give it to me. Mm-hmm. Which which means that I lose everything I've ever done on Slack. Like, I lose every contact and every channel and every conversation I've ever had on Slack, which is kind of important. And they're just like, here you go, here's your new one. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's what you wanted. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why did they do this? Like, couldn't they just have asked, like, hey... By the way, if you really want your email to change, we're going to have to delete it. And then I would be like, no, don't delete it. I'll just live with it. But they're like, they just made the executive decisions. Like, let's just let's just bur- burn it. Burn it down and do it again. So, that was fun. <laughs> I do this all the time. Do you burn stuff? You just kill stuff? Yeah, I do. Really? 
Do people yeah. get mad at you for it? They get furious. They get so angry. I was so mad because I lost <laughs> all my things. Oh, oh man. See, I don't know why you do that. It's so mean. Oh, uh, can I tell you a story? Okay, so this yeah, week, it, it just happened this week. A guy ordered a new phone, and he has to do that through me. So he ordered his phone. His old phone's an iPhone. Sure. We've changed the standard phone to an Android. Okay. Standard. So yeah. I turned off his iPhone, mm-hmm. and then I handed him an Android, and I took his phone, and now he no longer has anything he's ever done. <laughs> it's just gone. And he's never used an Android before. He has no idea how to use it. <laughs> and it's just gone. It's, the, it's gone. And he's uh, probably furious. He's but probably at, so mad. At least you handed it to him. Like, he knew it was happening. Right? Yeah, this I was, was like, just... I'm... I came in and I was like, what is happening? You know? <laughs> and the best part of this whole thing is people didn't know how to contact me on Slack all day today. Because it was a different account. Yeah. So I had to like be. I had to have this awkward thing where I like messaged all these people and was like, "FYI, this is my new Slack account. If you need to message me, use this one. My old one's deactivated because you know people have me on their contacts list or whatever. You know, yeah. you're out of all the group messages. Yeah, you're exactly. In. I'm out of everything I've ever done. So I don't know. That annoyed me. Like, what? Can't you just like ask me before you completely blow something up like that? So, do you have, like, task lists and stuff in Slack, too? Do they use it to kind of manage labor? Um, they don't have task lists, but what we have is, like, we use it, we use, like, threads. So, like, someone will write something, and then a thread will be created. So, a lot Mm -hmm. of times of, like, tasks will be, like, basically said in Slack, and then I'll go back and, like, reference them. You know what I mean? So, it's not, like, a task list, per se, but it's, like, there's a channel, and, like, we need to do this, that, and the other thing. And I'm, like, okay, I'll do that. And then, like, that's where I go to, like, look at the thing that I need to do or whatever. So, like, if I lose my Slack account, I lose access to all that stuff until I'm invited back. So, and, like, I can look at the history of the channels, but I can't look at the history of conversations I had. So, if someone messages me and, like, or if I message someone, I'm like, hey, what's the, the magic number for this thing? And they're like, it's blah, blah, blah. I can't look that up anymore. Like, I can't reference that previous conversation. It's gone. Like, it's blown up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's blown up for them, too. Which, a lot of people were really confused. They were like, hey, where's that conversation we had like a month ago? And I'm like, sorry, my Slack account got blown up. So, (laughs) too bad. It's gone forever now. Gone. Absolutely forever. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do that all the time, too, but... you really can't avoid it, and it's just—it's hard to care when it doesn't affect it you just personally. Me. Yeah, it just yeah. bothers me. I'm just like a lightning rod for stupid shit happening to me like that. Like, I've had so many email problems and Slack problems and like account problems and like IT problems. And everyone else just gets their account and it just works, just fine. It works. Mine are always there's always a problem. Like my email's wrong, or I can't log into this thing, or. Like, I can't access the the drive or blah, blah, blah. There's, like, so many, like, stupid things that happen to me. And I just, like, accept it. That I'm like, oh, yeah. If anyone had a Slack issue, it would be me, obviously. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's fine. This has never happened to, to anyone else, as far as I've known. But <laughs> it's happened to me. You don't even have... A, usually this kind of thing happens yeah. to people that are named, like, John Smith. 
Yeah. Like, if you have an extremely common name. Like, if you have duplicate accounts. Yeah, that's when this usually (laughs) happens. So I think what happened is I had two Slack accounts, and one was deactivated and one was activated. I don't know why I had two, but I had two. One was deactivated and one was active. And the one that was active was the one that I was using. And when they went in to, like, make my new Slack account, they were like, well, clearly this deactivated one is the one we should use. We'll, like, hijack it and, like, reactivate it with the right stuff and then delete the one that he's using right now. Yeah. Yeah! (laughs) Great, thanks! That's exactly (laughs) what I wanted! Uh, So that was just a pain in the ass today. Yeah. I just wanted to know your opinion since you're IT. You work in that field. Yes, stuff like that happens. Do you know what it probably came down to? They didn't think about you losing work at all. What they thought about was, is did they give you the one that follows the correct, like, naming convention as everyone else? Yeah. You, pr- yes. you Your old one probably didn't. It didn't follow the naming convention. Uh, it didn't. Yeah. So they're going to get rid of it. They don't. They they're don't like, this exist. is bad. <laughs> Delete this. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. He's losing a lot of work. What matters is the name is the name, (laughs) not the right one. And we have to do something about that. Like, even if they were like, got back to me and like, hey, just FYI, we need to delete your account to make this work. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Let me just keep the old email link to it. It's fine. They'd be like, actually, no, this is not. Nope. This we can't do that. Like, this is not the way. There's an extra letter. And that's going (laughs) to. That's gonna I drive never me have crazy. Said anything? I don't know yeah. why I ask for help. Whenever I ask for help, it just blows up in my face. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't do it anymore. Like it's stupid. Like I'm sorry I'm ranting about this, but like I know that when I ask for something, typically it'll blow up in my face and just make my day more bad. So I'll just like not ask for help with that kind of thing because I know it's just gonna make it worse most of the time. Yeah. Like, I can't access, like, the, the tool that you can, like, send in, like, tickets for, like, IT, so I have to, like, email them. But I know they if, hate I, that. if I, like, emailed them and was like, hey, my, my service is down, they would probably do something that would make it more annoying for me to do it, you know? Like, it would yeah. just be worse. They would make it worse somehow. I'm sorry I'm rat, ratting on your, 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 you know, profession, but, ugh, ugh. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, it's at the point oh, where God. if someone asks me something that I can't directly help them with, like, I'll ask them, are you sure you want me to try to fix this? Because if I can't fix it, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Does <laughs> yeah. that make sense? It's like, I'm going to have to delete stuff and then re-add you to the thing for it to be like, working. Yeah. The fact that I don't know how to fix this means that someone who doesn't care about you is going to fix this. And it's going to get, and it's going to be fixed. Like it. <laughs> it's going to be fixed in a very, like, hammer, blunt force kind of way, you know? Yeah. Like, you're not going to like the way they fix it. <laughs> yeah, I would have just appreciated the, you know, the, hey, you know, we're going to do this. And then I could be like, oh, never mind. Don't fix it. I'm good. <sighs> anyway, all right. That was my day today. That and Whataburger were my the two highlights. One really bad thing and one really good thing. And I treated myself to a burger at the end of the day. So that's what I did. Nice. Whataburger sounds great. It is. So what else is going on? What's happening with you other than your marathon, I guess? I had my first business trip at really? my new job this past weekend. Where yeah. did you go? I went to St. Pete and Sarasota oh, in cool. Florida. Now, was this for business? 
yeah it was a business trip did you do like set up did you set stuff up there or something like that yeah it was the easiest thing i've ever done so they i went down on saturday right it was over the weekend yeah i saturday was the day i went down and tuesday i came back Mm -hmm. all the work i did the entire time saturday i drive down Mm-hmm. spend an hour in the office. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually do anything. I was on the phone with a vendor for an hour who uh-huh. did everything. Uh-huh. Stayed at the hotel until Tuesday. Tuesday uh-huh. morning, I was like, so you guys good to go? <laughs> and then that was it. And then I left. So you could have left earlier, but you were on call in case anything happened. Right? I didn't even need to be there. On, but, I didn't touch anything. But they needed you just in case, basically. Yeah. So what did you do the whole weekend? I drank and, like, ate a lot in my hotel room. I watched the Super Bowl and <laughs> ate quesadillas. And That sounds amazing. And you got paid for doing that, basically, didn't you? Yeah, they bought everything. They bought my hotel, all my food. It was crazy. Did you get, like, paid for your work, though, doing it, too? Cause yeah. Because you were basically working. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you were paid to sit in a hotel room, eat quesadillas, and watch the Super Bowl. That's all I did. That sounds like a dream weekend, I have to say. That sounds like a dream weekend. That and like great. regular regular work stuff, I just had like an auto reply up that was like, sorry, I'm like really busy with other I'm, stuff I'm right now. I'm doing an important thing right now down in Sarasota, <laughs> yeah. so I can't talk to you right now. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that's my dream, to be able to do that. I've never been on a work trip before. I'm curious what it's like. You know, uh, they're kind of they're not all good. I mean, even though I wasn't really doing anything, it still felt like I was working 24 seven because like I wasn't doing exactly what I wanted to be doing because there's the there's the chance that you are needed for something. Right. Yeah. Like he would have preferred to be at home. But at the same time, you're down in Sarasota in a hotel, you know. You can do anything you want in a hotel. You can, like, eat chips in bed and get crumbs everywhere. And you did and that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. I didn't even know the Super Bowl was happening until, like, the day before. And someone was like, hey, are you watching the Super Bowl? And I was like, I didn't even know the Super Bowl was happening. But, yeah. I didn't actually watch it. I had it on in the background while it was playing on my Switch. <laughs> and eventually the ads got really annoying, so I you put it on off. mute. Mm-hmm. No, I had it on because I wanted to have, like, I liked the idea of watching the Super Bowl in, in your a hotel. You wanted to be able to say that you watched the Super Bowl in a hotel room, and you right. wouldn't be able to honestly do that with with turning it off. You had to have it on. It was muted, but it was on the TV. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I have I, no I, idea what happened. But the Chiefs won. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know I didn't even know who was playing. <laughs> <laughs> you watched it that much. Yeah. What Switch games did you play? I played mostly Isaac. Nice. So. Speaking of Switch games, Animal Crossing is coming out in like two months. Yep. The new one. Are you going to get that? Oh, of course. I'm so I'm excited about it. I'm super excited about Animal Crossing. And what I want to do is, I mean, obviously we have different villages or whatever. I think you like inhabit an island or something. But I want to like, we should like jump into a, each other's island a lot and like fuck shit up. I don't know what you could do, but I want to do that. I'm just very excited for that game. Yeah, me too. I, I'm not really sure what the multiplayer is going to be like. I don't know either. I mean, as long as it's 
as good or better than the previous ones, you know, because that was really fun. Like the fact that you can visit other people's towns and do stuff and you can do that online now, you know, I just don't know the extent of it, you know, so I guess we'll find out in a couple months. Do you know what's really excited about that game? Really exciting, rather. What? You get to learn how to decorate your house. Why is that exciting? Because I don't know how to decorate my house. I don't know how to decorate my house either. You know what I think is happening? I think we had this conversation recently. Did we? I feel like we did. We did. Of like, our generation doesn't decorate our house or our apartment anymore. Because it's like, I don't care about that anymore. But we, like, do it vicariously through other things, like looking at pictures on Instagram of someone's nice house. Or in video games, like The Sims and Animal Crossing, Mm -hmm. we spend a lot of time being like, oh, I need to decorate my house. This is so cool and comforty and cozy. And meanwhile, you're living in squalor around you, you know. Yep. But your Animal Crossing house is super awesome, you know. It's interesting that we do that. Like, as a, as a generation. Yeah. It's like the Animal Crossing house is more important. Than your real house. Than the real house. And, like, it's weird, too, because, like, I'll get home and I'll look at my floor and be like, oh, I need to sweep or I need a vacuum. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't want to do that. And then you all open Animal Crossing and I'm like, oh, my house is so dirty. I need to <laughs> I need to tidy my Animal Crossing house up. But, like, that is something that I like to do for some reason. But meanwhile, like, cleaning my actual house is not something I like. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Or, like, pulling weeds in Animal Crossing. You know, you yeah. go through a whole island, you pull weeds. There's weeds in my yard that I'm like, no, screw that. I'm not pulling those weeds today. I don't want to do that. You know? It's just weird. I don't get it. I mean, in Animal Crossing, I'll even pull weeds in other people's yard. I know. Like, I just, I just love making the community better. Yeah. But making my own home better? Like, nah. No. Yeah, not a, not important. That's not. <laughs> I've never said hi to my neighbors. I know. Like, why would I ever do that? It's so weird. Like if you think about Animal Crossing, it's all the things our generation doesn't want to do in real life, but like loves doing it in the context of Animal Crossing. Like it's so bizarre. Like, what do you do in Animal Crossing? All the like, it's decorating your house, cleaning, uh, pu- pulling up weeds and gardening uh talking to your neighbors and doing favors for your neighbors and being social active and loyal member of your community all things that our generation just does not want to do any of ever in real life but we like love it at animal crossing it's weird why do you think that is i don't know it's bizarre though right i i like i really hate doing all of those things in real life i hate it too but in animal crossing it it feels it right. It feels good. It, it feels like it's something I should be doing. If my neighbors were like animals in real life, I'd probably talk to them, though. Me too. I've maybe had one conversation with my neighbors in, in my neighborhood. And I've lived here five years. <laughs> and I bet the first ten minutes of Animal Crossing, I will ha- have had more conversations with my Animal Crossing neighbors. You know, I bet. Yeah. So, so bizarre. Damn, it's so weird. It's like everything we it's almost like we're socially like like we want we like seek that like 
it's almost like we have like this idea of what it sh- what we should be doing as a society or as like a a person living in an apartment or a house, but yeah. we don't feel like we are going to get anything out of that. But we can fulfill that same desire through Animal Crossing, and there's no there's nothing wrong that can happen in Animal Crossing. Like in real life, talking to your neighbors could backfire, or yeah. cleaning your house couldn't really backfire, but it could get to the, like get frustrating and annoying. Animal Crossing, there's nothing to risk. It's just like whatever. I'll satisfy this urge through this way, and there we go. I don't know. That's my thought on it. But yeah, I mean, is it more more fulfilling than real life? I think it can be. Mm. I think it is absolutely Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not than life, but definitely the tasks you do in Animal Crossing. The similar tasks in life are not that fulfilling. Like cleaning your house in Animal Crossing is more fulfilling because it's easier. You just do it and you're done. Pulling weeds, same thing. Uh, making friends with neighbors, super easy because they're all friends with you in like five seconds, right? You like talk to them and they're like, "You're my best friend now," you know, Mister Whatever. You yeah. Know? But I'm in missing real- a letter, go find. Yeah, it. Yeah, go find it, and then they're like, "I love you. Thank you for being my neighbor." And in real life, that's not how that works, you know. No. Your neighbor's like, your fence is looking a little messed up. You really should pay me $1,000 to fix it. And you're like, what are you talking about? You know, or like, your dog was barking too loud. You know, like, that's real life neighbors. Right. It's complaining, you know. Your tree is too big. I don't know. That's true. People in Animal Crossing are never threatening and they never complain. They're like perfect neighbors, you know. Maybe that's what it is. There's no risk. Real life neighbors always want something from you, you know. Like, do you want to buy Boy Scout, Girl Scout cookies? Do you want to uh, trim your tree so it's not as as in my yard? Do you want to fix your <laughs> fence so my dog doesn't run through it? Do you want to trim your, you know, cut your lawn so my property value doesn't go down? You know, it's like da 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 da. Animal Crossing, they're just happy to happy that they're there and you're there. You know, they're like, I'm so glad you live here in this neighborhood, and you're like, thanks, me too. And then they're like. Here's a shell, and you're like, "Thank you." You know, it's just dumb. That that is the only time I've spoken with my neighbors is when they wanted something from me. That's the only time they ever talked to you. There was one time when I was still working at my old job. Mm. A woman, I was standing out on my patio. A woman came up to me and said, "Oh, I heard you do IT. Can I show you my computer?" Are you serious? It really happened. How did she find out you do IT though? I used to work for a place that was pretty big in the community, if you remember. Oh. So she heard about so me that just, way. And she must have figured out that you she lives in your same apartment yep. complex or whatever. Did you do it? Or did you like No, of course not. Go? What was your excuse? <laughs> My excuse was mm, I don't know you. I like No, it would have been weird. No, I agree. I just don't know what I would have said. Like I would have made an excuse up. I probably would have been like Sorry, I have to actually have somewhere to be right now. And then I just walked away. Yeah, no, I, I... I think my exact response was, Hello, it's nice to meet you, but I don't think I can right now. I'm sorry. Oh, like, yeah. Was this outside? Yeah, it was outside. So you just retreat back into your apartment. Yeah, and never go outside again. Never go outside <laughs> again. I went in outside in my backyard once. <laughs> I like how it sounds like this one. I've only done that one time. But no, I bet went outside in my backyard once. And we have, like, these lawn chairs that we bought to, like, sit in our backyard and, like, you know, chill out. Because it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's like you read, you know. And I did that one time. And 
it was nice and pleasant, and I was there with my wife. And I go inside, and then, like, suddenly, my wife is in the conversation with the neighbor, who's never spoken to us before. Uh-oh. And the conversation is about our fence and how it's, like, it's old, and it needs to be repaired, and their side needs to be repaired, too. And why don't we go halvesies on a fence guy that can, like, do... And, like, she, like, runs inside and tells me this, and I was like, no, we're not going outside anymore. We're not going out and talking to our neighbors. So every... So anytime we, like, go out, I, like, peek in to, like, see if they're on their patio, and if they're not, I'm like, all right, we're good. We're safe. We don't... We're not going to get down to... This is clear. And, like, they haven't talked to us again... Because the only time they're ever going to be able to talk to us is out on the patio. Like, they're not going to ring our doorbell. Yeah. But, like, we'll just, like, that was, like, a year ago. And we're just, like, oh, just ignore it, you know. Like, don't tell. If we don't make a move, they won't make a move. It'll be perfect, you know. But. Oh, that's such a weird, awkward situation. I know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But I didn't have to. I mean, it was my wife that dealt with it. But still, that's weird. It was, like, awkward by association, you know. Yeah. Uh, neighbors are always, oh, I want this, I want that. Da, 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 da. Ugh, it's annoying. They're never like, hi, my name's no Gerald. They never work the way, like, every time you see a movie or a TV show, they're always, there's two kinds of neighbors, right? There's, like, super pleasant, and they, like, give you a gift when you move in. And then there's, like, grouchy, terrible ones. Yeah. And real life, neither of those exist. It's just people in the middle that, like, don't care about you at all, right? Which, not to be... I don't care if people don't care about me, but, like, the only time they're going to ask you is when they want something, you know? Yeah. Like, nobody, you know, welcomes you to the neighborhood with a casserole. That's never happened to me before, you know? Like, how... We're so glad you're in the neighborhood here as a casserole. Like, that's never happened to me before, and it never will. I had another weird conversation with one of my neighbors during one of the hurricanes. I was standing outside, and there was another dude. I think he lives to the right of me. He was standing outside. And he came over and started talking to me. I was like, oh, good. We're going to have a nice conversation. There's nothing to do. The power's off. Yeah. And he says, hey, what do you do? And I was like, oh, hey, I do IT. And he's like, oh, how long have you been doing it? I was like, oh, I've been doing it so-and-so years. And he's like, oh, where do you work? And he just, like, he was, like, grilling me. He kept asking you all these questions. And then when I had answered all of his questions, he just left. He did not offer any of the questions, like, the answers he asked He didn't reciprocate. No, not at all. What did he He just wanted to, like, know. He just wanted to know who you were and then leave. Yeah. That's rude. That's so rude. Isn't that rude? Of course it was rude. Why did he he want to know those things, though? Like, why did he want to know? Like, it doesn't make any sense. He just wanted to strike up a conversation so he wasn't as bored, probably. I don't think that was it. Maybe he just, I don't know. I just don't get, like, the point of that. I I think it was some kind of weird power thing. That's so weird. He's like, now I know what you do. And you don't don't know anything about me. (laughs) So you better watch it if you're on my, like, you're on on thin ice now. Throw some gum on my porch. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I know where you live and what you do. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. (sighs) Anyway. It snowed yesterday in Austin, Texas. Oh, it snowed? That's so exciting. I haven't seen snow in probably 15 years. I haven't seen snow in... No, we saw snow together. Remember my birthday? My 30th birthday. Do you remember this? Yeah, that's right. But it wasn't a lot. But it snowed! Do you remember that? You're right, yeah. We've never told the story on the air before, I don't think. On the air, like we're on the radio. (laughs) 
I wish, but whatever. We were at like a bar downtown in Austin, and you were there, and we, it was my 30th birthday, and I got really drunk, and we were seeing some really weird band. And I remember after like at like 12.30, New Year's Day, mm-hmm. 12.31, go out and look outside, and it's snowing outside. Do you remember that? Yeah, on your birthday. I know. It meant something, maybe. Not really, but... But yeah, it snowed yesterday. It was more snow than it was that time. So, it was it was weird. That's exciting. I would like to see snow. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't know what it was at first. Like, Because <laughs> I'm not, not used to it. So, I like, walk outside. Yeah. I was like, is it hailing? What is this? And What's my happening? wife is like, my wife is is like no, this is snow. This isn't hail. This is what we call snow. And I was like, oh, well, okay. I don't really understand this at all. And then, like, it gets on your car, and, you know, it's white. And... <laughs> I know I'm just speaking in, like, obviouses, but, like, I don't know. To someone that doesn't see snow a lot, it's it's confusing. Yeah, it's really alarming. It's, it was cool. It was very random, like, 10.30 last night. But... It would be fun to go to a snow town. One of those towns where outside is, like, white. I haven't seen one of those in 15 years. Like, I saw, we saw a little bit of snow the night of your birthday, but you go to, like, Colorado or somewhere up north, and... Oh, yeah. Dude, I want to go to Colorado really bad. It's a different universe. This is what we need to do. I was talking about this with my wife recently. I've never been to Colorado, and my dream, and I hope your dream, too, is to go to Colorado and go to, like, one of those big log cabins, you know, Mm -hmm. in the mountains, and, like, ski, like, you could ski at or whatever, or just be in the snow, you know, and be, like, snowed in all the time. Doesn't that sound cool? Yeah. And drink a lot, because you're in a cabin. What else are you going to do? It sounds fun. Ski and drink. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. I don't know why, but I have this, like, love of closed spaces you can't escape. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like going on vacation in these enclosed spaces that you cannot leave you know what i mean like a cabin in the middle of nowhere in the mountains and if there's a blizzard you're gonna die you know what I mean? <laughs> or like on a train in siberia and if there's a blizzard you're gonna die you know like i don't know why i just like the yeah. idea of that you're in the middle of the woods and if you go outside yes. there might be a bear yeah. so and you better like, stay inside it's cool because like all you can do is have stupid late night conversations over whiskey with each mm-hmm. other at that point. You know what I mean? And those are my favorite things in life. So, yeah. You know it's I mean? hard to have those when there's anything else you can it, do. Exactly. And that's my point. Because, like, if you have access to anything else, literally anything else, you're not going to do it. Because you're going to make an excuse to be like, Oh, we have TV, we have the internet, we have, we can go out to eat, we can, you know, whatever, anything else. But if you don't, oh, go ahead, what were you going to say? I was going to say, even if you have something to do the next day, it's like, oh, we have to wake up and go to place. Yeah. We, therefore, we can't stay up late and drink and, right. you know, yeah. we have to yeah. be ready. But if you're somewhere enclosed, it's like, we have nowhere to be. Like, there's nothing to do. Like, we're here three days. We can't use our phones. There's no TV. There's no entertainment. All we can do is be here right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 
at first it's probably really boring, but I think once you get to a certain point, it's really fun, in my yeah. opinion. That's some of the most fun I've ever had is those Me rare too. situations. Me too. Absolutely. I think we're good at making those without having to be like in the middle of nowhere. Like we can do yeah. it, mm-hmm. but it takes a while. Like I enjoy going on vacation with you when we're staying in the same hotel room because we can do that. Because yeah. like there's nothing else to do at night in the middle in like a you know hotel. So like it's like well this is what we're doing you know because that's all you can do. Yeah, like you're in a comfort inn. Yeah, if you go outside, it's. It's terrible. Cold or, like, yeah. It's cold. It's terrible. There's, There's nothing, nothing to, to do. do. Yeah. You have to drive like 20 minutes to go get food. There's yeah. nothing to do until so, like 2 p.m. tomorrow. All the TV is stuff you've already seen. So it's yeah. like, what am I doing? Like, you don't have your computer. You don't have video games. You don't have any books. You don't have any movies. It's just like, well, I guess let's drink whiskey and talk about stuff, you know? And then yeah. at first it's really awkward, but it's really fun after a while. You know? Yeah, it gets really, really and fun. Those are always my, those are always my favorite. Like I feel like when I look back on my life and I think of ex- like experiences I really liked, it's always those kinds of things. Like those like late night, intimate, stupid, silly conversations with you or somebody else. You know, that's just like brought about because everyone you know the the two or three people are just bored and there's nothing else to do yeah you know what I mean? eventually you kind of have to break down your barriers that keep you from saying stuff otherwise yeah. you'll just sit there and because there's nothing to do so you have to say these kind of risky things sometimes yeah that in normal conversation could probably get you in trouble like i don't know if you remember some of our conversations yes. at one of our oh yes i remember but like that's what i'm talking about though that's yeah. why it's so good because like what else are you gonna do I might as well talk about this because I literally have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. And then really interesting things happen. What's that like a uh, concept in sci-fi where there's like the AI computer, but it has a bunch of like restraints on it. And as the restraints come off, it becomes like super enlightened, powerful oh, thing. It's called. sort of like that, but with silliness. Like well, singularity the, or whatever. Is that yeah. Like, as the night goes on, you reach like a silliness singularity. <laughs> and as you're like, just like and you're like the other person doesn't care that i'm being a moron this is fun this is how it's supposed to be yeah and then you just talk about dumb shit or deep shit my favorite part of stuff like that is you can talk about dumb shit and deep shit at the same time yeah and i love that because normally it's either it's one or the other you gotta pick you know and sometimes people aren't ready but, like, when you get there, it's just like, yeah, we can jump from something really stupid to something really deep and vice versa, whatever the hell you want. And it's hard to get there with people. It really is. It's super hard. Yeah, it's super hard. And I find myself putting, like, get, giving myself excuses to, to, like, have those experiences more. But it's hard to, you can't plan stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It just happens. It's tough, though. I don't know. You'll but, be in sound in town soon, like February or something. Yeah, yeah soon. Two weeks yeah, or something. Very soon. Yeah, yeah. We should hang out while you're here. We, we won't have the opportunity to do any of this, but but that's okay. But it's okay. <laughs> we will. We will. We will. But you, you know what I mean. Like I just, I don't know. It's 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 an interesting thing that you don't get a lot of in the 21st century because, like you said, there's so many distractions. And once people get bored, I think you kind of struck the nail on the head. Once people get bored, if they're hanging out, they'll just go to the first thing that alleviates the boredom. And they can still hang out while they do it. But, like, if me and you were hanging out and we got bored, 
what are you going to do? It's like, oh, there's a TV I can turn on. I can look at my phone. I can play a video game. Like, there's so many things I can just jump on immediately when I get bored. But there's a point, and there's a point in boredom where if you just are bored long enough, you, like, get over that boredom, and you reach that, like, singularity point where it's just like, all bets are off now, you know what I mean? Like, because I can't be bored anymore, and I'm not using my phone or whatever. I'm just literally talking to you. You know. There's more to it than boredom, too. I think there is. It, there, it it almost has a little bit to do with the Animal Crossing thing, where we don't talk to our real na- neighbors, but we'll talk to like fake neighbors. Right. Fake neighbors. Yeah. People don't like being like in danger or being vulnerable, vulnerable. or taking vulnerable. risks it's and vulnerable. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we all have all these weird like guards, locks and guards, and mechanisms. blocks and guards and walls and stuff uh-huh. put up. And then we slowly bring them down because, like, if I don't bring this down, I'm literally going to sit here in silence. Yeah, and that's you know going mean? to damage me. That's a risk in itself. You yeah, know? And that's, I can't just that's, sit here in silence. It's like your brain does the math and it's like, sitting here in silence is worse psychologically than me putting the barriers down temporarily, yeah. you know. And then you're just like, well, I guess I'll do it, you know. And yeah, it's hard to get the barriers down, but... And then it's super fun when they come down, fun. but no. I don't like to take them down. It makes Nobody me likes scared. To, <laughs> Nobody likes to take them down. You know, it's hard. It's yeah. hard. I don't think you really know another person until they take their barriers down, though. For Even if it's briefly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of things you want to say, you know, I can tell you pretty much whatever I, is on my mind whenever I want, and you won't really judge me. You know, I can tweet at you or message you on... on uh, you know, on on uh, text, yeah, like a terrible opinion I had of something, and I don't care because I know you're not going to judge me for it. Yeah, but it's very hard to do that with other people because you have these barriers, and like they might take this the wrong way, they might judge me for this. This is going to be, you know, this is be bad. But once you do that, those are all the fun. Those are the best conversations you'll ever have. You yeah. know what I mean? Ever. But getting there is really difficult. You know. Anyway, yeah. that's yeah, all to say is. that it's an ex- excuse to have have those moments. But anyway, we should do something like that one day. I don't know when, but let's do it. Let's plan something. I've even been thinking just because I like to do like I don't know when I think of a, the idea is to have an experience like this. But whenever I try to plan something, like for some reason, my mind automatically wants to do the most extreme thing version of it possible. So what I was mean? thinking even like Alaska. Oh my god, that would be so like, cool. Yeah, Col- Colorado is great and all, but... Alaska is like extreme Colorado. If you're gonna do it, like, you <laughs> might as well. Alaska is just like extreme Colorado. Do the big one, you know? <laughs> oh, you stay in Alaska and you're like, there's like a mountain man and he's like, here, I'll lead you up to your cabin, it's a mile away. You gotta put on these snowshoes to get there. Watch for the wolves or whatever. And you're like, oh god. And he's like, I'll give you enough lumber to get through the weekend. But if you need more, you're going to have to ring the bell. Or no, you're going to have to light the lamp on the top of the cabin and send me a message in Morse code that says I need more lumber. And I'll come up. I'll make the three-mile hike to come up and tell you and bring the lumber. Yeah. You're like, okay. I'll bring you eggs in the morning for breakfast. (laughs) And you're like, Everybody gets three eggs. (laughs) No more, no less. And you're like, okay, okay, Buffalo (laughs) Bill. All right. And he, like, sleeps, like, two miles away in, like, a little, like, a tent, yeah. you know, with his, like, he, he's like a dog musher or whatever, you know, he's got, yeah. like, all these 
All these uh, huskies or whatever, Malamutes. He's only eaten salmon for the past 27 <laughs> years. <laughs> A lot of iron and protein. It's all you need. He drinks coffee and eats salmon. That's like all he does. That's all he's done for the past 27 years. And, like and in the middle of the night, you, you're like up and we're having, you know, our whiskey and experiences and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And you hear old Bob down there and he is just doing something <laughs> really loud. <laughs> You know, like no, you don't know what he's doing. He's hooting he's like, and hollering, hooting and hollering and yelling, and like dogs are barking every so often. <laughs> yeah. You hear and a couple like, gunshots. Yeah, like. he like gets really drunk and just like like plays with his dogs or something. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, Alaska, we'll do it. I've been to Alaska once, and it was like on a cruise. Like we were, I was on a cruise. Mm-hmm. And I, like, stopped off in Alaska, but I was only, like, on land for, like, a day, you know what I mean? So, like, I didn't get the opportunity to, like, have an Alaska experience or anything like that. I wasn't there for, you know, multiple days or anything, so I would like to go to Alaska. It's supposed to be really weird and cold and really pretty and very isolated, (laughs) but, I mean, we'll get there, right? That's the point, being really isolated. Whenever you watch those shows like Forensic Files and whatever, it's always Alaska. Like every single time. Yeah, it's like, because what else are people going to do in Alaska, right? It's like, all you can do in Alaska is murder other people and have sex. Those are the two things. And read and watch TV. Like, there's like four, those are the four things. No, five things. Okay. Here are all things you can do in Alaska. I'm I'm listing them off. Murder people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, have sex, mm-hmm. read, watch TV, and hunt. That's it. That's all the things, as far yeah. as I know, right? Like, half of those involve killing. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know. What else are you going to do? So, yeah. We could... Oh. I mean, we, I just thought of a good, like, like mystery novel. Like, it's set in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Like, like people go up to a cabin to like get away from the world and there's like a they hear a gunshot from a cabin from like down the mountain like miles down they go to investigate they find mm-hmm. a dead body in the cabin with no other person there and they have to like go through the cabin to like look for clues on like who was here and who killed who and then they go into the town you know and everyone's really cagey and like they don't want to say anything and there's some like big an alaskan conspiracy and sorry i just had this like plot like lightning bolt in my head about this so you can hear from you know big pete who lives in town that there's been other murders similar to that one in the area recently yeah you know they were all he thought it was suicides because he says that, you know, everybody in Alaska, you, there's like three things you can do. Hunt, you know, fish <laughs> and kill sex. yourself. Like, that's all you can do. <laughs> that's it. And then he like, he's, he's chewing tobacco as he says this and like yeah. spitting it out. Yeah. Let's see. Murder Alaska. I don't know. It's a good Lifetime original kind of movie or something like that. But I love, I love Lifetime original movies. I wish you could watch them. Uh, Dude. Any other way than the Lifetime channel, because right? all the commercials are prescription right. medicine, and they make They're me sad. terrible. Yeah. They're terrible. Okay, so I just, like two weeks ago, do you know the Hallmark channel? It's kind of like Lifetime, but worse. Yeah. Well, maybe, eh, it's kind of worse. 
So there's this random murder mystery show on the Lifetime channel. Apparently every Friday, every two, every second Friday, they ha- they're going to have, for the next like three months, they're going to have a new murder mystery movie that premieres every other Friday for like two weeks, or for like two or three months. Cool. And I watched the first one, and it was really bad, but it was a murder mystery, and it was like dumb and bad and good all at the same time, you know what I mean? And, like, I live for those stupid things. And, I don't know. That's just, like, really speaking my language right now. That, like, dumb. Yeah, they're, they're all, like, upper executive woman arrives mm-hmm. at the hotel. Yep. And there's a handsome bellboy. Yep, yep. But then there's a murder. Mm-hmm. And this one was <laughs> handsome man arrives at Martha's Vineyard. Like, fancy mm-hmm. community, right? Meets his old high school sweetheart there accidentally, and there's a murder. And oh, he's a retired detective. How convenient! <laughs> yeah, one of them has to be. <laughs> and they and she's like a, a doctor, so they like go on a murder investigation adventure together. Yeah, and then they eventually find who it, the killer is, and they like fall back in love or whatever. So, <laughs> there's some so there's some corruption in the police force, so you know yeah. we can't cooperate with them. Right? It's like we can't do that. We got to do this our, all ourselves. Yeah. And she's like personally involved in the vi- with the victim somehow. She's like the victim's cousin or something, so she really wants to know who it, who did it or whatever. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it and might sound are- weird, but this this is like the ultimate dream for me is to be the man that goes to Martha's Vineyard. You want to be the guy? I want to be the guy so see, bad. See, you have to be. A retired detective to do that, though. I'm never going to be a detective. What if you're a private eye? How do you become that? So I had this conversation with my wife recently, and neither of us could figure out how to be a private eye, because we were watching some movie, and there's like a private eye. And anytime you see a private eye in film, you everyone in the world has the thought of like, man, I should be a, I should be a private yeah. eye, right? But how do you be a private eye? Like, I don't know. Is there, like, a training course you can go through or something? Well, you took an online certification from the University of Phoenix on how to be a private yeah, investigator. I don't know. Like, do you know how to be a private eye? Because I don't. My idea is you're just a random unemployed person that knows how to make a website. And you put up a website that's like, I'm a private investigator. I think that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. I always assumed it was like, I used to be a detective and now I'm retired and I'm a private eye now. You know what I mean? But the other thing gives me hope because I don't have any experience being a detective. But I would like to be a private eye. So maybe I should just put a website up and be like, yeah, I'll be your private eye. And I could do it on the side, you know, like on the weekends or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it's like a it's like a side job, you know. Can then, we make a private eye website? Oh my god, yes, we can. I know we the have, perfect website to do we, this on. We have to have a really good name for our agency. What website would we would you do it on? You could use uh, NeoCities. It's that new GeoCities. Okay, clone. we're doing that. Yes, and we're gonna make a really good name for our private eye company. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it has to be catchy. You know what I mean. What what kind of services do we offer? You know, the typical private eye stuff, like tailing and, you know, investigating missing persons and, you know, finding mm-hmm. out more information about shady businessmen and what's their history with da-da-da-da-da, you know. And 
hopefully one of these leads to some really awesome murder conspiracy thing. Right. Because that's the dream of every private eye, I would think, you know. Yeah. Like, (laughs) this stupid, is my wife cheating on me case is going to lead to some giant conspiracy network that goes up to, like, the local government level or something, you know. Yeah. Like, a mob boss hires you to Mm -hmm. trail his wife, and, like, the wife is, like, getting together with the other mob boss, and there's (laughs) a string of murders. Yeah, but he's, like cheating on her with somebody else and she's actually like a spy for some other person in government and it's like yeah. this whole giant conspiracy because that's every privatized dream I would think like I want to I don't know if privatized really exist like they do in the movies because I'd be interested to see like how their life really is and if it's like like the most unglamorous thing in the world you know what I mean like it seems kind of like let me give you an example of another movie you know how Indiana Jones is, like, the coolest character in fiction? Well, one of them. Yeah. And he's an archaeologist. And in real life, archaeologists don't do that in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like with private eyes, it's, like, a similar thing. Like, in the movies, it's always like, ooh, they're doing this cool thing with da-da-da. But in, like, reality, it's like, oh, yeah, I took a picture of this guy's wife cheating on him. And then I gave it to him. It's like, okay, that was yeah. it. They were eating at the Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like they were at Chili's last Friday. It's like, okay, great. Yeah. You know, like so boring and bad. They both had two they both had two of those buy one get one beers that are like half the size of normal yeah. beers. So it's like, it's like one real beer. And then like, why are you even doing buy one get one? It's the and same price. <laughs> same price. You have queso at the Olive Garden? No, at Chili's. Oh at Chili's, yeah. The buy one get one beers are so stupid because they're half the size of a regular beer. Yeah. So it's like you're basically just buying a full beer at cost. Like, I don't get it. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. But, you know. That's Chili's. That's Chili's. That's Chili's for you. Chili's. It doesn't make any sense. That's their new slogan. But, no, we should do a private eyesight. I'll, uh, I'll do it with you. I mean, okay, here's what we do. We make it. And it's like a fake thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we have a real email that people can be like, you know, like, submit your cases for us via this email. And it's a fake site. We're not really being privatized. Unless we get a really good case, and then we'll do it. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, this sounds like a really cool art project, like, to have a private eyesight. Do you know what I mean? Does, like, do does. some cool graphics. Just yeah. kind of just make it the aesthetic of fake private eye or like so real i'm imagining eye. a big eye with a magnifying glass over it yeah and then like sherlock holmes hat on top of the magnifying glass yeah and then a picture of both of us and like we're our backs are we're back to back you know what i mean yeah and we're, we're posing wearing beige trench coats yeah and we're <laughs> yes and we're posing and i don't know <laughs> That's like, you're doing finger guns, and I yes. have a magnifying glass. Yes, I'm doing finger guns, and you've got a magnifying glass. And I don't know what it'd be called. An eye for an eye, detective agency, or something stupid like that. That's a good one. It's like private eye plus revenge services. <laughs> we offer both. Or you can do buy one, get one. Like, Oh, it's like you buy the investigation part, and we'll give you revenge for half off. It's BOGO. 
<laughs> like you don't know right away if you'll need revenge, but if you do, you want to go ahead and buy it right now. It's just always an option. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't need it, we'll refund you half of like part of your deposit. Mm, no, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, let's not get carried away. Yeah. So you're like making an investment. Like if I need revenge, I'm putting down the money now at half yeah. price. Because think about it. You're not going to go to a private eye if you're expecting someone to be innocent. That's like, true. You're just not going to spend your money unless you're really paranoid already. So basically you're going to the private eye to confirm your suspicions and then get revenge. Yeah. You know. And usually people have to take revenge themselves. Usually I don't think a private eye offers that service. We do. Eye for an eye offers all of the services. Yeah. We have like the silver package, the gold package, the platinum package. You know, we'd name all of them. We have, we and have the black package. <laughs> What's in the black package? I don't know. It doesn't say anything. Like, yeah. so gold, silver, gold, and platinum. Silver's like, we'll, like, investigate one thing. Gold is like, we'll investigate and we'll also do some mild revenge. And then, mm -hmm. like, platinum is like, we'll do all that. Plus, we'll, like, find some, like, dirty laundry on them that you can use to blackmail them. Right? Yeah. And then the black package is like, all that. And then it's like, end question mark question mark question mark and yeah. then there's like a phone number and it's like call to learn more about the black package yeah and you're just like oh well we'll hook you up with the uh black part of our organization like eye for an eye operates in a gray area we'll hook you up with the, the wall. with the right. black area yeah if you <laughs> buy that if you will yes yeah I, this sounds like a fun art project. I'd, I would I'd like to do it. I'm bad at art, but I like. I would like to write some of the copy on the website. I think that would be fun. Yeah, watch. Yeah. Someone would email us, like, someone murdered my boyfriend. Dude, I would be so excited. <laughs> Not that someone died, but if someone actually emailed us something like that, I would be like, oh, my God. I mean, we've talked about this on the show before. Yeah. I think we're both similar in that we really want some big mystery to solve. Yeah. It's like my life's dream. You know. I if I have a mystery. Too. If I have something to solve, I can die happy, I think. Even if I never solve it, I don't care. You know what I mean? I just want that single minded obsession in my life. You know? It sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, not fun, but I'm romanticizing it. Did you know have you heard of this thing? They have like this it's like a game. They, like, send you this, like, mystery that you solve. But it's, li it's like a conspiracy slash mystery. It's like a movie. You know, like, when you see a movie and it's, like, people investigating some weird thing or whatever. Yeah. And they have, like, newspaper clippings and blah, blah, and the whole nine yards, you know. There's, like, a game, like, a service that, like, you pay and they send you all this stuff. Like, like every week you get a new thing and you, like, put it together and you, like, solve this mystery or whatever. And it's a cool idea, but my problem with it is I know it's fake. You know, like, I know it's a lie, and it's just yeah. for entertainment. They totally stole that from the movie, too. The game. The movie, the game? Yeah, mm -hmm. they did. It's not as extravagant as that, though. It's just a series of, like, physical like physical clues. There's no, like, oh, go to this bar and meet this girl or whatever. You know, there's none of that. Like, in yeah. the game, it's literally, like, you know... He goes out and has to, like, do things in the world. Yeah. But I'm surprised there's not a real service like that yet, though. Like a, like a physical, like a actual experience one. You know what I mean? 
it would do really well. I think the way people channel that energy right now is they go down conspiracy YouTube rabbit holes. Uh It's not the same, though. There are, like, so many documentaries on YouTube. Have you seen some of these? They're, like, an hour long. They're made by some guy in his basement, and they talk about how, like, the reptiles are taking over the planet or something. They're so boring, though. Like, I tried to watch a couple of them. Not, like, oh, I, I believe in flood earth or anything, but, like... Just out of sheer curiosity. Yeah. And, like, they're edited so badly, and they're, like, the, like, way that they talk doesn't make any sense. Like, they jump from topic to topic so quickly I can barely follow what's going on. You know, it's just so... I mean, I don't know if you've seen some good ones, but... I, don't know. I haven't seen any good ones. It's just like, oh, these are so bad. There's there's one of the really popular guys. Have you heard of David Icke? No. He's the main reptile... Illuminati. <laughs> reptile man? No, it's like il- reptile Illuminati theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard about that theory? Though? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. So he's one of the main people that started that. Reptile men. I've theory. tried to watch one of his videos. It's mm-hmm. chaos. He just jumps from topic to topic. And it's exactly like it's like an like hour of him rambling, right? I mean, that's yeah. like th- stuff I've watched. Yeah. He doesn't weave a narrative at all. No. He just says words. <laughs> like, it's almost as like he didn't write a script and he's just like has like some talking points and he just is like, oh yeah, this reminds me of blah, 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 blah. And you're like, what? Are you even like, his brain is just going and you're just like kind of along for the ride. Yeah. He'll have a slideshow. He'll be like, this was in the ancient Sumerian ruins. And then he'll go, and this was in the ancient Japanese ruins. And he jumps from place to place. And But these videos, the point is, these videos have like tens of millions of views on YouTube. People really love these. And I think it's because they want to solve a mystery. People love mysteries. Yeah. They want to be a part of a mystery. And I think our culture recently has tapped into that a little bit with these kind of conspiracies and these, you know, kind of TV shows about mysteries and da-da-da-da-da. But, like, it doesn't really satisfy the the itch quite the way. No, they're empty. That I want it to. Yeah, they are empty. And it also seems like a lot of these... Excuse me. A lot of these conspiracy... Oh, man, that uh, that Whataburger's <laughs> doing you in. <laughs> it's coming back now. Uh... <laughs> I told you, like, an hour from, from then, I was like, I'm going to feel it, and there it is. I know that uh, exact Whataburger feeling. You just is. had the... Uh, uh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's happening. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, uh, I feel like some of these conspiracy YouTubers create their conspiracies out of, like, boredom. Of, like, they want a weird mystery so bad that they're just going to invent one for themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess people buy into that. And kudos, because if I started a project like that, I would get halfway through and be like, this isn't going anywhere. Like, Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, Speaking of this, I have one Reddit that is perfect for what we were just talking about. Uh, Are you ready for it? Shoot. Okay. If conspiracy theories became a theme park, what would be some of the rides or attractions at the theme park? This is such a good idea. (laughs) Isn't it, though? It's fantastic. There's so many you can draw from. You know, a conspiracy theory theme park. So you got to have an Illuminati something, right? Yeah. They have to be the leaders of the park. Like, you see robed people walking around. Yes, yes. They're the leaders. 
places. So I'm imagining, you know, Space Mountain and Disney World? Yeah. How it's in the big globe or whatever, right? It's in the big globe, right? Or is it in a pyramid? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Illuminati would have a ride in a giant pyramid with an eye in it. You know what I mean? Like the yep. eye or whatever. And the the ride would be like, you go through all of history and it shows you all the places the Illuminati have like <laughs> have like influenced events and pulled the strings or whatever. Yeah. It's like a ride, but it's like an informational thing too. It's like <laughs> it's a roller coaster, but it's also like that dinosaur ride where they teach you about <laughs> dinosaurs. This doesn't sound fun. How is the worst ride idea ever? Like you're zooming by, and it's like, did you know that in ancient Egyptian times, the Illuminati created the pyramids? <laughs> show men in robes like telling like the pharaohs what to do and everything how would you even pay attention on this ride <laughs> like it's going really fast <laughs> oh and to like get more people it would be like a really fun ride like it would be really like fast or whatever it'd be one of those like leg dangling ones you yeah. know what i'm talking about because those are the most dangerous or whatever but then like it's like they're trying to communicate their theories about the Illuminati, but the only way they could get people into the ride is like making it like a really fun, fast ride. Yeah. And just like no one pays attention to the Illuminati stuff. Oh, God. I like the idea of this theme park that it's conspiracy theory themed, but the owners of the theme park are all bought into the conspiracies. So they're like, yeah. their hidden agenda is them to try to convince you that they're all like real or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Another one could be like a reptile one, and it's mm -hmm. like in a mine cart. So you like go underground. Because don't the reptile people live underground? I think so. Yeah. So you're in a mine cart and you go underground and you see like the whole reptile society and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, bleh, 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 and they're like, see, the reptile people are pulling the strings right now, and you know, you're on the cart, and it's like flying around. I think like you need an to Indiana get some Jones. wax museum people to make like half reptile, half human versions of popular celebrities. Oh, but that are down there. You don't explicitly say their name because that would right. be that could get you in trouble. But right. you make it. But they're like, like they're animatronic. <laughs> You make it really look like, for example, Mark Zuckerberg or something. <laughs> you got like robot, uh, you got like animatronic Tom Cruise reptile person. And yes. he's like down there and he's like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. And you're like, oh my God, it's Tom Cruise reptile person, you know. And then like the voiceovers like, these are just some of the reptile people in our society, you know, all will be revealed soon or whatever, you know. Yeah. I think for the Illuminati ride, it should be hard to get to the ride. Like, you should have to do an Indiana Jones type thing. <laughs> to get there? Yeah, like, it's that's the line. like a puzzle yes. to get in. <laughs> the, li the line is a series of archaeological style Indiana Jones puzzles. Yes. We have to, like, have a stick that's the right size and shine a light through, like, a keyhole at the right time yeah. to get into. It's like an escape room. Gonna mess Basically. with some random globes and oh, maybe it's an escape room. Like, there's a line to the escape room, and then in order to get on the ride, you have to solve the escape room in like 10 minutes. And if you don't, you, they just like throw you out. That's actually a really great idea. That sounds really fun, doesn't it? I mean, this ride would take so long to like get people through it because they're all in the escape room for 10 minutes, but it would be really fun, you know. You could do like 
10 different escape rooms on each side of the ride. Yes. And then only the people that make it out get actually get to ride. Yeah. So it kind of manages the line that way. It where does like kind of manage the line. Way we're, more we're people. Splitting, you're splitting yeah. the line up. Like 10 people are going in each escape room every minute or every 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. So you're kind of moving the line along that way. Why has no one done an escape room like antechamber to a roller coaster before? It's a really this good just idea. seems like a million dollar idea, doesn't it? Because can't you load up an escape room with different scenarios? Yes. yes. That's what I'm saying. You can easily do that. And like a large theme park like Disney World and like, or like Orlando Studios or whatever, could easily manage 10 different escape rooms before a roller coaster. I mean, it would take a lot of staffing, but they can do that for sure. You know? It's weird that they haven't done this before. These things, these combined things just make sense together. Yeah. Because you earn getting to ride the ride. Yeah. And then it's like this cool bragging thing. You're like, I rode the blah, blah, blah roller coaster. And they're like, did you? And you're like, no, I couldn't get through the escape room. And they're like, well, that's a shame. Maybe next time or whatever. Yeah. But it's always a different room that you come because there's 10 different ones, you know? Yeah. So, like, next time you might get a different room and you might not be able to do it either. But once you do it, it's cool. And you have, like, the high of getting through the escape room. You're already at the high of, like, woo. And then you ride a roller coaster. And then you, like, continue that high right yeah and you know there'd be that occasional dad that's like okay you guys you gotta follow me i can get you through the escape room right really i've done all 10 i've memorized them all (laughs) which i mean if i lived near this theme park that would be me yeah it would be me too i mean i would do i would love escape room roller coaster it'd be so fun and it's like the plot of it doesn't matter but like the 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 trajectory of it is like a movie right it's like it's like Indiana Jones. We were just talking about it. He solves like a puzzle, and it's like really cool. And then he has like the high of like, oh, sweet, I solved this puzzle. And then there's a danger that immediately happens, and then he has to escape. And that's the roller coaster part, right? Yeah. It's like this perfect, like you can tell this whole story in like the line, and then like you have some story in the line part, and then a story in the escape part, and then a story in the roller coaster part. And then like, I don't know, it just builds this whole experience. This is a million dollar idea. It's such a good idea. It's they so already good. do this a little bit with rides like Spider-Man where They do. You get on the yeah. little car and Spider-Man's like, "Whoa, look out there, guys. You're in for the yeah. ride of your lives." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. like give you a little story. And I love rides like that cuz like when you're in the line, you get a little bit a bit of plot and then when you get on the the actual ride there's like a little bit of exposition but it kind of feels like more of an experience and the escape room thing is just adding to that like in the middle of it you know yeah it's like a building thing this is such a good idea we need to pitch this to somebody because like i would love to like be in charge of that it's so like be like yep i'll make an escape room for your ride or whatever yeah that'd be cool this would be so fun Anyway, uh, I don't know how we got because conspiracy theories. I'm trying to think of another th- conspiracy theory that would be good for like a like a. Theme. Yeah, all the ones I know are a little controversial. Like, I don't know if you really want like a 9/11 conspiracy ride. <laughs> yeah, that might that might not <laughs> that, go so well. That might not be a good like one. Like flat Earth, how would that even work? I don't even know how flat. Around Earth the works. amusement park, you could have ice walls because don't they think that the glaciers surround the. Earth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you could do that. 
You can have something with the moon landing. Like a fake moon landing one. I don't know how that would work. You could have the JFK <laughs> experience. experience. That's the parade at the end of the night. You it's know just Disney a recreation World? of Dallas <laughs> in 1962. Oh my god! At the end of the night, Disney <laughs> That's has so like the bad. the Disney parade. Well, the conspiracy park has the uh, motorcade, the J- <laughs> and there's like a guy that plays JFK and he gets shot. Yeah. And then at the end of it, they have fireworks to end the night. <laughs> It'd be, so, it'd be so funny, dude. <laughs> I love how this is like their version of the, the Magic Kingdom's fireworks show. It's like the JFK parade. They do it every night down like Main Street, Main Conspiracy Theory Street. Yeah. <laughs> and you, they get everybody all riled up. And then when JFK gets shot, like everyone knows it's going to happen. But when it happens, like they have fake policemen that are like, everybody get step down, back. get down, step yeah. back. And they give people like fake video cameras that they can record it, you yeah. know? And then you can buy the video at the uh, at the gift shop for like $300 or something like that. Get your own JFK conspiracy video that you shot on your, by yourself. The, That's good the, the, the video shows like how there could be like a third <laughs> bullet and how... <laughs> He's like, look, if we can do it at this park, then they could have done it then. That, that's like the uh, message. <laughs> that's like the message, yeah. yeah. It's like, freeze frame, look, there could be a guy here. You see him? Maybe he's there. He came out of the uh, pothole in the ground. <laughs> no, dude, 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 every day it's a different, like, <laughs> version. Like, some days he comes oh, out of the ground. They give him. They give the second shooter, like, a different place to emerge every yeah. day. But there's always a second shooter. Some days it's in the building across the street. Yeah. Some some days it's he's like aliens, you know. Yeah, some days he's in the glassy knoll. One day it's an alien. One day it's one of the lizard people who comes out of the ground. <laughs> he <laughs> yes. shoots him. One day it's like a guy, and he's in like a blimp, and he like dives off the blimp and shoots him there or something like that. Yeah, and gets really ridiculous. And then when you have like on like New Year's or Christmas, you get like a Christmas themed JFK kind of thing. You know, they're all wearing their. <laughs> Their Christmas stuff. Oh, this is a good idea. Yeah. The JFK experience. Um, Which time we got left? We have time for one more Reddit. Let's see. Got any good ones? I'm trying to find. Ugh. Reddits are really bad today. Yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. What you got? If money wasn't an issue... What would you spend most of your day doing? Um, Let's say you, you're not like super fucking rich, but like you're rich enough that you don't have to think about money. Like you don't have to work. You know what I mean? You can't galvan on the town every day, but you know what I mean? Like you're comfortable. Like you can just sit and do whatever you want. Yeah. What would you do? I'm not sure. I, I, I know what be- I would try to do. I would get so bored. What would you try to do? I would try to exercise more and do more, like, healthy things. Uh-huh. Like, at first, that's what I would try to replace work hours with, is just oh stuff that improves me somehow. That's very forward-thinking of you. But would that last longer than, like, Probably a week? Not. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I would... So, I would try to, like, 
have some kind of creative endeavor that I would take. You know, like, oh, I'm going to write a book or I don't know, something like that, right? Yeah. And that would last all of like one week. And then I'd be like, well, time to find something else to do. And I'd get bored really fast. Because I get bored really fast normally. Yeah. Like, I was unemployed for months back in 2016. And for the first week, it was, like, really not not, It wasn't nice being unemployed. But it was like, oh, I got a little break. I don't have to work. Like, oh, it's so nice, you know? Yeah. And then by the second week, I was, like, I was bored out of my mind. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I had to, like, find things to do. Because mm-hmm. I get so restless. Because there's only so many things you can do at home. Like, I can only watch Netflix so long. I can only play video games so long. I can only read a book so many times. You know what I mean? And I'll just get restless, you know? Yeah, being kind of with your thoughts for long periods of time is dangerous. It is. This is where a mystery comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, f- give me one to solve, and then I can be occupied for a long time, you know? I just need something to be obsessed with. I need to find an obsession. Mm-hmm. And I know obsession is kind of a dirty word in the 21st century, right? It's like, you're not supposed to be obsessed with things, right? Like That's the only not. option. You're not, though. Like, people, you know, it's kind of a bad word. Like, oh, don't be obsessed with that. Don't be obsessed with that. But I'll say it. And, you know, we're about to be done with this episode. Being obsessed with stuff is the most fun I ever have with things. Because that's all I think about. And that's, like, really fun for me. It's exciting. Because I'll go to bed and I'll be like, oh, I can't wait to get up tomorrow and do that again. You know what I mean? Because I'm obsessed. And, like, it's bad to be obsessed, but it's really fun to be obsessed, too. Is it bad, though? I don't know. Everyone says it's bad. I but I can't agree with fu- that. It's fun to be obsessed with something. Being obsessed with something means that you like want to devote all your time to it, and that's cool. Yeah, Finding something like that is really cool. And it doesn't come around a lot, but man, when you find a new obsession, it's like, yes! I'm so excited. So I think what I would do is try a bunch of things until I found some obsession that I can get really obsessed with and just like devote all my energy to, you know, whatever that will be. But. Yeah, because you wouldn't have to work to break. Yeah. Like, you could get obsessed with something. Work wouldn't break it up Absolutely. every day. It wouldn't. So you just, I just have to find it. And it might take a while, but I think I can find it. I can, I, you know, it can happen. Uh, who's our sponsor today, Bass Snacks? <laughs> our sponsor today is Kafka brand wheat snacks. Kafka? Mm-hmm. When you're feeling existential, choose Kafka brand wheat snacks. Remember when you're in the mood to move. I don't know. Then move. Then move. That's good. Yeah. Uh, good night, everyone. Drive safely. Bye. Bye. Bye.